On this episode of Movies Ruined My Life, we're having a battle royale to decide our favorite computer hacker film. All right, let's do this. So this is Nick. Hello. That's Devin. Hungover Devin. Hello. Hello. And I'm Brandon. And this is our Hacker Battle Royale. Even though all week we've been saying to each other Hacker Royal Rumble, but we can't technically Hacker Movie Royal Rumble. We can't, uh, you know, I believe that that's a trademark term, so we're not going to use it. It's a Battle Royale. It's a LAN party. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So out of the, just to give you guys a background on what we how we started out with this list. We started out with almost 40 films. We cut down to about 16. So if your favorite uh, hacker film isn't on the list, it's very possible that it was on our larger list. Just to give you an idea of some of the stuff that was on the list, we had Swordfish in there, which it's out for obvious reasons. We had Virtuosity. You, you know what I'm talking about with uh, Denzel Washington hunting yeah, uh, Russell Crowe in a so. computer. We had that one on the list. We had Lawnmower Man. Um... We had the 2015 Hacker, which is a cool film. We had uh, Tron Legacy on there. We had some like kind of reaching stuff like Jurassic Park and Source Code and uh, Independence U- Day was on there initially. It's a Unix system. So I'll, I'll put up a list of all of the films that we were originally uh, were originally on our list in the show notes, so you guys can see the expanded list um, of what we already eliminated before we started recording but we're down to our final 16 and what we're going to do is we're going to bring these films in in two minute intervals and introduce uh them into the discussion so we're going to start off with one film and we're going to bring another one in two minutes later and then we're going to have to debate out which one is better and then one of those maybe gets thrown out or another one comes in two minutes later and the list will keep you know belting out films every two minutes until either all 16 of them are in or we've eliminated some along the way. Now, uh, we were talking about it before we started, and we have to have two to one that the film is out, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then additionally, we all have one uh, opportunity to hack the competition, one veto card. We have a hack, handwritten well, hack I wouldn't call cards. it a veto, more of a virus, yeah. or an antivirus. <laughs> we have backdoor access. Yeah, we to the, do. To the com- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> to the competition for for one vote. So we each have a, one opportunity to save a film on this list. Now, we have no actual criteria of how we're judging these films. It's not based on, uh, you know, which is most accurate to, you know... We're pretty much hacking. picking the ones yeah. that we fucking like, plain yeah. and simple. Yeah, we're just we're gonna do the same thing as we do with eighties action week and, and it's gonna be like we're just gonna try and convince the other two panelists here collectively that our film selections are the choice to go with. Cool? Mm-hmm. Works. Or we can just gang up on one panelist. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just facing you two and I already know it's gonna be Just <laughs> <laughs> a redo of the Ellen Moore episode. Hey, we thought we'd never speak of that again. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. So anything that uh, we need to get out of the way before we get rolling? Oh, no. I got nothing. All let's right, just, perfect. Let's just get right into it. <laughs> let's, let's just roll. All right, you ready? Here we go. 
The semi-cybernetic team sent to counter this incredible situation are forced to question the meaning of their own lives while engaged in a non-stop, action-packed fight against an unseen enemy. Police! Everyone, hit the ground! All your memories about your wife and your daughter are false and are more like a dream. With production values exceeding the legendary Akira and a gripping storyline, this picture represents the leading edge in the new animated entertainment genre and marks a milestone in the future of feature-length animated filmmaking for young adult audiences. Ghost in the Shell. Released theatrically worldwide. All right, so first film on our list is 1995's Ghost in the Shell animated classic i think this film has 95 percent on rotten tomatoes if i'm not mistaken we actually aren't going to use rotten tomato scores for today because most of them are fucking terrible (laughs) (laughs) oh big time terrible (laughs) but uh this film has uh 8.0 on on imdb uh it's considered one of the greatest anime films of all time absolutely and it's it's a trendsetter uh, to the extent that even now you've seen it bleed into other uh Films. Yeah, other live-action films. We were talking off-air about The Matrix. Uh, Even and, and Avatar. Like, and... Avatar, exactly. Like Stylistically, you see a lot of a lot of the Ghost in the Shell elements in there. It's also prompted a, a live-action remake with uh, Scarlett Johansson, mm-hmm. which fans had differing opinions on. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, I I really like this film. We both rewatched this recently. I watched it. I, I think I rewatched it this morning, actually. Yeah, and I remember this one was on our off list, and you put and it. Yeah, you forced me to. And put it then back I forced on. you to put it back on because I'm like, you can't have a, a hacker competition without this. This is one of the biggest films there is with it. Yeah, no, the it's um, a trendsetter, like you said. The problem that I have with this is that the only real hacking that happens in it is. Um, kind of well i love the hacking of of the ghost you know in a person the idea of of a soul or what have you and or the idea of uh taking a person's memories and like yeah twisting them. a consciousness yeah exactly um and that's really cool don't get me wrong but really the only you you don't see any of it done per se other than the garbage guy that's doing it for Puppet master, it, but then again, she got she hacks in herself. Like that's true at the, the end at the too. back of her neck. Yeah, which is another throw into another movie. Yeah, you you definitely uh, you definitely have that that almost like a little bit of a cyberpunk vibe uh, to it, and and I th- I think this is probably the only manga that I actually like after seeing the film like went back and flipped through a little bit, which is interesting. Um, but I just, I'm worried that it won't go that far in the competition because of that. The only hacking that you see or computer use per se that you, you are, that's alluded to is, is done is a very minor part of the film. The action is the bigger part of the film. 
I or... thought we were going by just what we liked the most, though. Absolutely, but I'm just trying to sw- I'm trying to cloudy the water here. I'm trying to mur- <laughs> make the uh, the water a little murky. Okay, next film in at the two minute mark here because we're introducing a film every two minutes. Did I say that? I don't know if I said that, but if now we... you did, yeah, now I, I did. There's got to be a connection, Alice. I can feel it. Hi, Milo. Does any kid working in his garage can put him out of business? It's almost like they know what every kid's doing. He's building this network of satellites. You seem kind of jumpy, Milo. Hurry up. You're not losing your hold on him, are you? Why don't you just do something about that girl, Lisa? We got our eyes on her. The guy's invested billions on getting there first. He'll do anything. This is a cutthroat business we're in, Milo. How do you let go of a secret without telling the wrong person? Who knows who they're paying? There's something I need to tell you. Good chess player always knows his opponent's moves before he makes them. You know how his mind works. It's gone way too far already. In the real world, when you kill people, they die. This isn't a game. I know what you're doing, Milo. I just want to know that it's not affecting your work. Yeah, I'm going to throw my hat card in. Ghost in the Shell gets beat by antitrust. <laughs> <laughs> First film into the competition is 2001's Antitrust. Ryan Philippe, uh, Claire Forlani, who's fucking beautiful, uh, Rachel Lee Cook, who, uh, whatever, and uh, Tim Robbins, bang, it, like mashing Pringles the whole fucking movie, just and just, pound, and just pounding back Pepsi. Oh yeah, and it's like <laughs> <laughs> and like labels perfectly out, just showing and. This this film's interesting too because it's like again it's not a hack film per se although you do uh, uh, Ryan Philippe does some hacking <laughs> in the uh, what is it the the daycare center or whatever like in the third act right um, like that's where they're hiding their <laughs> shit in the daycare center nobody would think of it well they're not hiding it there he just needs access to the computers or something doesn't he. I think that's like or one I can't of the main. Re- I can't remember how this fucking movie went. But yeah, he needed to do it through the daycare it's center. It's just not memorable. Well, Tim Robbins playing this like larger than life version of Bill Gates is hilarious. Devin, you were alluding to off air even the title having no real merit towards the actual film itself. Because what's what is antitrust again, um, or what is what are they potentially referring to? I, I, we can splice in uh, <laughs> an explanation of what what the word actually means, but I mean it's. It's clearly a reference to uh, at the time uh, the um, the Microsoft uh, trials that were really just uh, about um, uh, including a, a web browser with their operating system. Web browsers at the time you paid for you paid for um, AOL, yeah, yeah, Netscape, yeah. or AOL, or anything like that. So technically, there there was a business there, and I guess the idea was that they were monopolizing uh, that by. Um, by uh, it, preventing anybody else from being able to get into um, the market on a Windows machine. Interesting. Which would make a riveting, riveting film. Yeah. <laughs> very, very exciting subject. <laughs> so I, like, I, honestly, the reason why I haven't seen this movie is probably because I saw it and was just like, fucking browsers? No. <laughs> Not interested. Thank you. Well, the film is actually yeah, a, yeah, a, yeah. about... Uh, <laughs> This shady Bill Gates type actually killing <laughs> off a bunch of uh, startup uh, owners and mm-hmm. taking their ideas and uh, tricking Ryan Philippe into incorporating them into the uh, the uh, language that is used to control his satellite system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
So, which is uh, which then plays a huge role in the in the final act of can the film. I just film. say, can we axe this one because this one doesn't make any sense? I'm, <laughs> I'm already saying, let's get rid of this fucking thing. I don't think I don't think this film's going to go very far either. I I'm cool getting it out of there, like yeah. right off the hop. Like, let's just get rid of it. All right, and we're at, and we're at the two minute mark anyway. So, Ryan Philippe, fuck off. There has never been a cyber criminal. We need you to knock down a door for us. They couldn't catch. Good work. Until now. Check out this website. On January 25th. It's untraceable. He cannot be stopped. So the more people visit the site, the faster he dies. That's right. He cannot be traced. He died in 20 minutes. The next one will die in the blink of an eye. And she could be next. Mom, there's a video of her house on the computer. Untraceable. Hello, Jennifer. Next film on the list is 2008's Untraceable. Uh, <laughs> Diane Lane uh, plays a uh, an FBI uh, computer hacker. Yes, yeah, sorry, uh, computer hacker that, uh, along with uh, Colin Hanks, uh, goes in and and finds these uh, unsafe sites and viruses and so forth and. Um, pedophiles and this sort of thing and and basically uh, hunts them down hunts them down and gets them uh brings them to brings justice. them to justice perfect i'll just let you run the show Nick, because yeah. you're doing a better job than me here <laughs> and then uh, they come across this website uh, killwithme.com and uh this guy is killing so the first thing is he's killing a um a uh a cat using a rat trap he's put the cat in between uh, like on a leash in between a rat trap like one of those sticky rat traps that are super inhumane and uh and uh, and like milk so then the cat goes for the milk and gets gets stuck on the fucking uh trap and people are uh are watching this and the more people that watch uh the the it, it ends up speeding up the timer so after he kills the cat it then escalates to more and more people and then it becomes like a race against time to stop this guy from fucking killing a human being no he, he kills a handful and then there's this fucking convoluted side plot that basically uh colin hanks figures out um that is uh this guy is 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 this super smart kid whose father killed himself on a uh outside of washington jumped off a bridge or something like that and he's killing people that were associated with it it's it's kind of like i don't know it's silence of the lambs meets i don't even know saw? yeah kind of yeah it's kind of got a little bit of a saw vibe to it i don't know let's keep this one in for now talk a little more about yeah, it our next film's in if that's all right and our fourth prospect of the day. Yeah. You really want to change the world. He can do whatever the hell he wants. If you want to do this, we have to do it now. He may have leaked the whole database. Oh, my God. 12 million people have seen that video. Still want to tell me you think it's just a little website? There are lives at risk. This is information the world needs to know. He's not a journalist. He's a threat to national security. They're coming after us. We need to be careful who we trust. Let's take the fight to them. Have to go. The Fifth Estate. Rated R. All right, 2013's The Fifth Estate. Um, Where are we here? It doesn't matter. Uh, Fifth Estate with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, I know Peter Capaldi's in it. I don't really care who else is in it, to be honest. Oh, the, the dude uh, the dude that just played... Uh, oh, Zemo. Yeah, Zemo. Uh, he's awesome. Daniel Bruhl. Oh. Yeah. Good actor. Yeah, he's Great fantastic. Actor. 
Uh, this one I have seen, and I did enjoy it a little bit. You enjoyed bit. this film? I'll tell you right now, I can't remember anything about this fucking film. Like, I know th- I know who Julian Assange is, and, and I think that there's better films made about WikiLeaks. So, uh, I know the reason that we put it in here was because there's a little bit more of a hacking vibe to this film. With They the, go to, like, hacking conventions, they yeah, talk about and, what they do, and it's a, And the whole team, and then it comes back to be, like, like, a bunch of desks that much, are just Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, because it goes to, like, it gets to a point where it's like, okay, we're a team, we're gonna hack the fucking planet. Okay, I did there? <laughs> Anyways, and then it's like, they kind of, like, Assange strays from the whole path, it's like, I want to fuck the government over while... Then you got Daniel Brule's character is like, I'm just doing this to hack because it's what I like doing. I hack. And, he, and like you're he's, turning he's, it into he's more party. involved in, in the actual justice aspect yeah. of it, whereas he's Assange, almost, he is portrayed very well as almost being like a little bit of a sociopath here or something like that, you know, which is interesting. It's Cumberbatch, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> no, I love Cumberbatch. Um, I, I just don't feel like this film is very fucking memorable. And like I said, there's better films about uh, about WikiLeaks for me. I don't know. I don't think this one's going to go very far. This for one for me out of the three that we have on the table, even though I don't love Intraceable and I feel it. like it's a made-for-TV movie. I'd still I'd get f- rid of it. I'd, I'd toss I, Fifth Estate. Yeah, I mean, I, I was more interested by um, just the sort of uh, um, German... Uh, like culture stuff that it talks about like mm-hmm, the whole exactly. that, culture, that, yeah. yeah that like uh anar- uh anarchist kind of I like, do like uh, how they went around flop house sort of a thing that and not even all... that they go around to like different places and they set the servers up so they can't be fucking traced that was kind of that was a neat interesting thing that they did yeah it's like they go to a farmhouse in the middle of fucking nowhere well mm-hmm. let's keep this in a little bit i, I yeah let's you guys have brought up a few things that that i like uh so maybe we should keep it in a little oh bit longer my God. so we're up to four here let's bring in computer analyst angela bennett just stumbled onto something she never should have seen the net is an edge of your seat nail biter. The whole lines are on the computer and they knew. That explodes with suspense. Just give us the disc and we'll give you your life back. Sandra Bullock is sensational. Think of the power that they have. In the best thriller of the summer. I don't understand. Why me? Sandra Bullock. They've done it to me. They're going to do it to you. In the net. The next film, 1995's The Net with Sandra Bullock. Uh, Mozart's the- Ghost. Coolest band on the internet, man. Um, I just... These are the bad years of Sandy Bullock. I I feel like... I, I, I was at right at the age that, like, I will always, unfortunately... I know this is not a very respectful thing to say, but I'll always just remember the scene where she's on the beach in a bikini on a laptop and me being like, okay, let me find a girl like this in real life. Like, and you like ne- a shut-in. And you never did. Like, attractive woman, smart... Uh, and apparently can kick the fuck out of a bunch of trained killers. Yeah, that doesn't happen in real yeah, life. And I, shut-ins, are usually, <laughs> shut-ins are usually not Sandra Bullock. No, I'm kidding. I yeah. like that... Um... Uh, the you know the the bad guys or whatever in this movie have like placed all of their secrets that they don't want anybody to ever be able to find out on like an icon in like yeah. the bottom right hand like corner a, of a, a pie signal. Yeah. yeah, but you remember the command to? Uh... I, I hope nobody double clicks on that. <laughs> no, it's not even. <laughs> it's click and then hold control shift. <laughs> you know Does that do anything? As it yeah. Well yeah. To, okay. Yeah, I mean control and shift are, are used as operators in a lot of stuff, but. I don't think it, like it's it's a website she's on, right? And I don't think um, no, it's a program. He has to it? download it. Yeah, 
Oh, okay. She has it on the disc. I didn't remember that part. Anyways, gentlemen, also the, snare stay on this one. Hang on, hang on. I want to bring up the Praetorians, too. Because um, there's constantly this guy calling uh, calling on the phone to... Uh, I'm trying to think of his name. Jack Devlin. Jack Devlin. And he, they're always like, oh, you know, Mr. Devlin, we thought that you were going to... Um, finish you know finish his job in mexico and blah 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 what, and what is your it's your problem we have to sort this out and then at the end the only guy that gets arrested is the fucking uh is is devlin and then the actual the girl that's uh her imposter it just she or no devlin dies uh and so does the imposter she's found dead because devlin shot her and then uh, ruth marks and then uh and then the guy that's running the sa- like the company, the the uh, antivirus company or whatever safeguard company, he gets arrested. But you got to assume like there was by these phone calls that there was a ton of them. So like the rest of them just go back about their normal lives or get stuck in the shit job that they're currently in while they're you know trying to infiltrate and make a bunch of money for the Praetorians. I don't get it, but there's a bunch of holes in this one. Yeah, you're right, Nick. We got to bring in another film. Uh, I think to push things along, we should probably have a maximum of four in. Yeah, during at four a time. in. So, so, what are you thinking? What, Mark, you what do you want to eliminate? Untraceable. Get the fuck out. Yeah, it is a little bit of a made-for-TV movie. I, I was thinking more of the net. Yeah, you were thinking the net. Oh, so I'm going to be the deciding vote here because I, I don't really like either that much. But in terms of, uh, there's more to talk about. Still with the net, we can we can All have right. some fun with the net. So, Untraceable is well, pretty much done because the hacking is almost irrelevant. It's a thriller. Goodbye, Untraceable. Thank you for coming. All right, next film in. See the back door. Yeah. Watch and learn. Alles hat eine Konsequenz. Sie wissen, wer ich bin. Who am I? Kein System ist sicher. Sicherheit. <lacht> Next film in is 2014's Who Am I? Okay, I've never seen this one. Okay, well, I'm going to try and sell you guys on this one then, because I saw this one at, at TIFF, actually, and and I just rewatched it in preparation for this episode. And I really like this film, uh, except for the ending, which is kind of fucking garbage, but... I like how the ending at least – it's not even that the ending is garbage. It's that the execution of the ending isn't effective. Now, basically the gist of this film is it's a German film. Uh, and who am I is all one word. It's the guy's uh, username. Uh, so it's about this loner. It's his handle? Yeah. It's this loner ne'er-do-well who uh, – um, is good with computers and and so he he starts uh, he's got his parents die and he wants to be a superhero and he can't be a, he wants to be like Batman or Superman or something and uh, he can't be so he he starts playing around on the computer and he finds people and whatnot that are like minded and he starts to uh, really respect this this uh, hacker called MRX okay. And this hacker is an American. And they're, so when they show the chat rooms, they actually do it as like a subway. It's really cool. Like they all get on the same uh, uh, subway train. Uh, and then their, uh, their avatars are, their, uh, are like the masks on the people. So it, it's definitely got a, a little bit of a, 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 an anonymous look to the, the aesthetic of, of their group, which is Clay. 
Uh, and they basically are hacking different outfits and so forth and trying to get recognized by MRX. And it goes into how this group, this other group of friends, is uh, um, kind of uh, – they're actually associated with the Russian government or with the Russian mob or something like that. And, and they, they, it becomes very real in any case when another hacker dies and they got to get their way out of it. So how And basically how they get out of it is more social engineering. That's one thing that's really good about the film is that – Yes, there's a lot of hacking, but they don't fake the part where, um, like a lot of films, is like, oh, I can type some shit and get into anything. And that film, it does a really good job in talking about how they're getting stuff out of garbage and they're um, they're using actual information, yeah, from like a and, hackers manifesto, yeah, and from like and, the early and, 90s and yeah, shit. and they're doing like phone freaking and shit like that. So there's a little bit more of a of a reality to it in that sense like it's still not exactly real like they're literally like turning off all the lights and buildings and flashing like we kill people and stuff like that on lights and buildings and stuff but they it's still uh it's interesting because they talk a lot about social engineering I might so give I, us a watch. yeah i'd like it to stay in a little bit longer because i feel as though i can put it up against some other ones but so what we, we got we got options <clears> here now we got to out something because we're at we're we're at the uh the two minute mark again here gentlemen i'm going to nominate the fifth estate to go i again i can't get over the fact that it's just not that interest it's not no, the I, best I, film out of this bunch for me i would rather rewatch the net as like because it's fun the fifth estate it's wasn't fun. memorable That's yeah exactly it's like I, like they're least... great performances great aesthetics although also to sway you guys over to my side by the way director of the last two um twilight films oh, i'll get rid of it yeah so i mean you just <laughs> when the net came out, not to say Bill Condon's done some good stuff too. I'm just no, no. I'm just but I'm just saying around. when I'm you had the around. net, when you put the net out, you had a memorable one liner. Yeah, there's no fucking one liner. I couldn't even remember anything other than a bunch of furniture in an empty room. <clears throat> yeah, and then just a happy, <laughs> happy Benedict just typing away. I think it, it would have been it, it like it's it's a shame that it needed to focus so much on uh, Julian Assange when just, really, just the, for. The yeah. fact that that was topical at the time. Through the eyes of, of Daniel Brühl's character. Because yeah. it would have been an interesting story even without, you know. Um, yeah, but I mean, him with they so just went focus. to, it just, there's more focus on like how they started up through the subculture of like yeah. being a hacker. And that's where they lost me. It's like they had it at the beginning and then like halfway through it drops off the face of the earth into a political bullshit scandal. So yeah, fuck the fifth estate. We're getting it out. Yeah, Obviously Ghost out. in the Shell is staying. And I'm glad you guys are with me on Who Am I staying in here so far. Goodbye, Julian. <laughs> Best of luck to you. All right, next film in. In a perfect hack, the victim doesn't even know that he's been hacked. Mimic is good. Correct the Loki tell code? He's better than good. I got it. But he's not perfect. But he's not perfect. Somewhere he's made a mistake. I need to find that mistake. What did I do that was so bad? And I like this one. <laughs> you, know, you already know where it's going. <laughs> 2000's Takedown or Trackdown or Hackers 2. Skeet Ulrich's uh, or Ulrich. His second uh, spin around with Dimension, obviously, after uh, his success in Scream, right? And it's based on the book Trackdown, uh, which is the story of Kevin Mitnick, I think his name is, who is a phone freak again, right? He doesn't do a lot of actual hacking per se, but he starts to... Um, he starts to... Uh, um, 
basically harass this one guy who's in, in his mind has assaulted him, who's played by Russell Wong, and I'm trying to think of the guy's name. Uh, uh, his last name like Shimamura or Shimamura. I can't see. Or that's it right there. Yeah, Sumi. Uh, I Shimamura. In any case, yeah, you butcher it, Nick. Um, Setsumo Shimamura. Okay, perfect. You have to put the everyone accent. in always... Japan just fucking stop the episode. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I, I, if I if I'm on the way home and I see like samurai and ninjas, I know I'm dead. So. That's that. They just if they didn't turn it off before, they just turned it off now. All right. So. <laughs> I just I just think back to that episode of uh, The Simpsons. Apologies, please. All right, so get rid of it. I, you know, I like this film, although, again, it's got a similar vibe to the fucking... Uh, it's a straight-to-DVD, man. Yeah, or it's like a, a made-for-TV movie or something like that. It's like, but it's, it's, but it's, it's like got some memorable performances in it. I'm trying to think of... Uh, um, well, Master P is in it. <laughs> That's enough reason for it to stay around in my my mind, you know? I like I, I like him a lot. Uh, uh, Jeremy Sisto is in it, too. He plays his buddy. He plays uh, Ulrich's buddy, or Ulrich's buddy. Um, you want to keep it for a round? And Tom Berenger is in it as the shitty FBI agent. And uh, also, I just remembered, Mr. Shooter McGavin himself is in it. Oh, nice. Chris McDonald. You know what? I, I, I think that Skeet Ulrich got kind of a, a fucking shit shake. I don't. It, you know? I don't think he can I don't act. Think, I don't think he's that Newton bad. Boys was all right, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And Scream was great. But, yeah. you know, you were supposed to dislike him. And he's eye candy, I guess. It's got what? cool hair. Was. Yeah, was. All right. But you're right, Nick. It's hard to eliminate anything over other, this yeah. other than maybe the net for me. So, I, like, putting these two up against each other. I'd go. I'm still going Sandy. I feel like I think you're right. I think Takedown's got to go. Takedown has to go. Or Track Down or Hackers right. 2 or whatever you want to call it. Straight to DVD should go to straight to DVD in your convenience store for $2. I still would Fuck recommend off, checking. DVD. <laughs> I still would recommend checking this out. I like the idea of how they, you know, it's not it's not accurate retelling of what happened. but And I don't even understand. There's a scene with Amanda Pete in it for like two minutes where she just has a kind of moment with uh with uh, Skeet Ulrich's character and I just like can't fucking it doesn't make any sense in the context of the film because it never comes back there but whatever yeah. so are we eliminating takedown yeah it's going right alright so. bye bye Skeet this LTX-71 concealable mic is part of the same system that NASA used when they faked the Apollo moon landings work for them shouldn't give us too many problems they break and enter. How are we doing? Cause and position on the fire escape. Mother's in the cable vault. Preparing to sever master circuit. But they're not thieves. We're getting too old for this. They know your secrets. But they're not spies. Gotta be there somewhere. What's he doing? I like a really. Mr. Bishop, do you mind if I take a look? Carl, grow up. I give you something to work, baby. So people hire you to break into their places to make sure no one can break into their places? It's a living. Not a very good one. Oh, this one might be difficult, gentlemen. 1990, sorry, 1992's Sneakers. Robert Redford. Uh, who else is in this? Dan Aykroyd. Sidney Poitier is in this. I love this film, but it's kind of more of a heist film. I know they're computer guys. Like, the film opens up with uh, Ben Kingsley's young version of himself hacking uh, and, like, transferring money uh, from, so from like, the a, military to, like, uh, so it's more of a the Black Panther. So it's more, of like a, it's more of a heist film, like, movie money. Well, yeah, like, how it plays out 
it's it's more of a heist film and for me in that once they figure out uh that the uh, the NSA agents aren't NSA guys and once they figure out that they've been had then all they want to do is get back the black box like but the cast is unbelievable and it's it's fuck me like Again, like I, I think this one, the Ghost in the Shell hasn't even had any competition yet for me. This but I think like this one could probably take down one of these two other films. Who am I or than that? Well, right. That would probably be the one to go because who am I? What you're saying? It's a great film. We'll get into it a little bit more if you want. I just feel like, um, oh fuck. Any thoughts, Robert Redford or Sandy Bullock? Were they, um, were they ever in a movie together? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't recall them ever being in a film together. I don't know. I mean, personally, I'm even looking at who am I here right now and mm-hmm. thinking... It's I, German. I mean, granted, I haven't seen it, <laughs> um, but... Uh, the Germans. The Ned is, I, I, I mean, as as cheesy as it is, it's kind of a um, a classic for all of those same reasons, you know? It's it's not a... a so we're going to stay seriously thinking like old is gold type deal on that? Uh, it's it's, it's well, hard, yeah. yeah. It's a hard the, choice. Um, <clears throat> okay, let's let's try and talk this one out, gentlemen. So, um, let's go weaknesses here. I'll talk weaknesses on Who Am I because I know you guys haven't seen it, and uh, and for me, it's that third act. There's a double twist in it, and the first half of the double twist plays as convoluted. So the second half of it, it even though it's effective social engineering. Um, doesn't play as emotionally resonant. Also, I don't know as you ever really feel for the protagonist. Um, that being or whatever. Um, that being said, though, uh, the fact that it still is talking hacking, it's aesthetically very unique. Um, and it is, it's everything that we said we liked about the Fifth Estate in terms of like the the, the, the hardware culture. and the culture and so forth, plus some substance for anyone who um, is looking for it. And and you know, it's uh, say for example, like Who Am I? Is at seven point six on IMDb, and it's a German film. It means you've only ever seen it here subtitled. It, and and the predominant amount of uh, people voting on IMDb are North American and English speaking. So eventually, and, this could be a remake the, for an American audience. It's very possible. Like it's strong enough, they'd have to do something with the third act. But whatever. Um, the net is at five point eight on IMDb. Um, I think it's it's bound to be though because mm-hmm. I mean if you look at it as as a serious film of yeah. course you're you're yeah. going to be sorely disappointed but I mean it's just you know it's it's like you know about like surface level hacking in in a time when I I don't I don't know when the the internet came on a CD yeah. you know it's like it's not it's like a floppy disk and it's interesting yeah. that we're going back and forth between these two because they actually do really have the same point at the center of them which is that you know no information is unattainable and and privacy and uh, security uh, doesn't exist as a steadfast it's more of like a fluctuating thing you you aren't secure you aren't safe. It's all about kind of coming to terms with with that lack of safety, almost. Right, so it's interesting that we're, yeah. yeah. So it's interesting. Uh, okay, so Devin, you're voting to oust. Who am I? I'm voting to oust. 
I guess the net. Nick, what, uh, what are uh, you? Are uh, you with either of us? Because then one's gonna go. I'm gonna go with who am I? You're ousting it. I'll just keep Sandy Bullock in for a couple of rounds because I know she's gonna go out in the next one. Uh, yeah, she's she's really good in this film though. In all seriousness, the dialogue in it is fucking terrible, and she pulls it off. So like, I'll I'll give it to her like. In terms of when when I think of like how, <laughs> thank you you had to throw the look at me Fuck, <laughs> so all right give it to her Brandon. yeah I got you it. give it to her good. I got it I got it but um I'll give it to her because in this period of oh, <laughs> fuck you guys all right in this era in ninety five think about like um like hard target and shit like that is coming out and it's just this wooden dialogue and that's a really like it's more of a thriller i suppose than an action film although she basically just blatantly kills devlin she doesn't have to stay there she can run from him but she stops and hits him with a fire hydrant knocks him off a fucking bridge yeah at the end remember fuck is she the hulk yeah well yeah she stops and then he comes after her and she's he's like oh i knew you would come to your senses thud and fucking knocks him off right down on the convention floor <laughs> so uh, and she delivers the the, the cheesy one liners pretty damn good. Uh, but in any case, so let's keep her in. Who am I? I really suggest that people go out and, and search out this film. It's Who Am I? All one word. Um, but for today, you're gone. Bye bye. You're nobody. It happens inside the computer in a dimension man has never seen. Kevin Flynn, computer genius, is programmed into the world of the computer. <laughs> prisoner in an electronic arena where love and escape do not compute tron an adventure inside the computer rated pg all right next one in that's why 1982's tron jeff bridges damn this is going to be hard this is going to be really really hard gentlemen i love this film who doesn't (laughs) it's a it's it's both a classic and a cult classic because I think most people respect it now as being an important film. But even before that, it was respected by a very, you know, a very, uh, you know, small audience, and that's what's kind of grown the lore around Tron, and obviously it got a a sequel out of it. Um, I don't even. I think this was more for like. Even arcade lovers would love this thing. Like this, oh, absolutely. the opening is like shot of the arca- uh, the Flynn's arcade. I'm like, fuck, I want to go play there. And just what they were able to achieve visually in '82, and the amount of of I wonder what the budget on that thing was. Oh man, I wonder if we have it. I don't know if I uh, we didn't get, we didn't bring in much info for these. No, I don't know if I have it. But uh, it had to. It couldn't have been a lot. Yeah, it's. I mean, look at the hockey helmets on them. It created those are, um, those are duct Joe, tape. Those are Joe. Colored, those colored are duct tape. Those oh, are Joe fuss for sure. Yeah. It uh, originated like um, uh, an artistic uh, uh, style with its um, its it, the the like the colored duct tape, like the the sort of glowing. Um, this film, it's like they shot been... for the they shot for the moon and they got it. Mm. It's like one of those films. Like it's a one in a million chance that they're going to hit their mark on what they wanted and they got what they wanted out of it. Regardless yeah. of whatever critics said about it back in the day, they hit it. They hit the mark, and it's more appreciated. I think it was more appreciated now than it is back then. And I have a feeling that every kid that's out there that's named Flynn right now, your namesake is Kevin Flynn. Yeah, no, Flynn. no fucking question about that. So, 
Uh, I'm gonna uh, for me. I'm gonna keep this one around. I want to get rid of sneakers. Like I said, it's more of a heist film. There is computer elements to it, uh, but most of it is both Ben Kingsley's character and uh, the character of Whistler, the blind uh, character. But even at that, a lot of what he does is like you know, uh, you know what? I think, utilizing his. I think you're right. This is a hacker's movie. This skills. isn't a. This yeah, isn't, this isn't a heist movie. This isn't a heist. If, if it was, Ocean's Eleven would win. The original. <laughs> the original, yeah, which is we'll get into that one day, I'm sure. All right, so thank you, Robert. Thank you, Sydney. Oh, I you're hear. gone. I see the next one. Have you ever had a dream, Neo, that you were so sure was real? What if you were unable to wake from that dream? How would you know the difference between the dream world and the real world? What is happening to me? The answer is out there, Neo. It's the question that drives us. What is the Matrix? Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. Oh, yes. This is going to Now be... we've got some competition for Ghost in the Shell people because we've got no, 1999's fucking... The Matrix in what here. What fucking competition? Without Ghost in the Shell, there wouldn't be 1999's The Matrix. Yes. A lot of their dues come from Ghost in a Shell. Absolutely. Like the Wachowskis went to... What's the British name? Joel Schumacher? Was it uh, Joel Silver. Joel Silver. The Wachowskis went to him and was like, we're going to turn... Like, what made, them wa- made them watch Ghost yeah. in a Shell. Now, imagine that live action. He probably was like, but Neo's not going to be naked after the film, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, he or was. Trinity. He was at one point. Yeah. But it's like, imagine that live action, and it's like, fuck, that's money in my pocket, let's do it. No, I love the uh, first part of this film where he is actually legitimately a hacker, and obviously, like, they go way overboard in the fucking symbolism department from, obviously, like, that uh, Welcome to the Desert of the Real is a line from the book that fucking neo keeps his discs in and follow the white rabbit yeah follow the white rabbit being the an alice in wonderland thing like there's there's a lot of um it's very playful though which i like um a nice gothic like punk look to it yeah it's got again very reminiscent of almost like a cyberpunk kind of yeah it's pretty it's these guys turned a Japanese anime into a real live movie, and that's what it was. Like the style, the feel, everything felt like it was an anime mm-hmm. to me. Even just the look of the streets and like the way people are walking around, mm-hmm. like the shots of that. It's like, yeah, that's pure anime. Fuck. Yeah. As much as it uh, doesn't really hold up today, uh, the like uh, origination of uh, the whole bullet time concept yeah. is very. Um, very prevalent and very, like, ambitious ex- yeah extremely ambitious um i mean just just doing doing something that just absolutely has you know has not been, been done before been done before um using the wire even the wire work that they did was incredible no it's and it, an amazing cast nonetheless yeah and and this is this is why I, you know i know that there's other films in here still that that are going to get eliminated over over this and we're gonna have to talk it out maybe uh but the net i think the net's going yeah the net's gotta go okay we've got three seriously good movies we got contendable and then the net i'm it's two to one at this point sandy is cleaned house sandy cleaned up to this point and now it's 95 okay (laughs) i can't disagree with you so 
The Matrix stays. Tron stays. Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell stays. Ghost in the Shell has been in. It was the first film in, and it's still in here, guys. Let's do two more, and then we'll take a break, and we'll come back at this. Um, but we are axing the net at this point. The net's gone, I guess. Two to one ratio. On Friday, May 26th, meet the ultimate hard drive. He has 80 gigabytes of data in his brain and a price on his head. Keanu Reeves is Johnny Mnemonic, the future's most wanted fugitive. Hit me. Johnny Mnemonic. All right, next one in another Keanu film. 1995's Johnny Mnemonic. Fuck me. Fuck I love yeah. this film. I mentioned in the Mortal Kombat episode, I saw this film after Mortal Kombat at the drive-in. And uh, I absolutely adore this film. Wow. Two- Henry Rollins is a badass doctor. We have two Keanu films on the vlog. Yeah. Fuck, this is going to be hard. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Um, yeah, Henry Rollins is amazing in it. Um, I also love, uh, fucking Dolph Lundgren as the, uh, the, uh, the kind of like religious fucking, um, yeah, he was, who was he, uh, crazy man? No, what was his name? Street preacher. Yeah. And they, no one wants to go near him cause he's just always like fucking, uh, you know, uh, he even says to Keanu at the end, he says something about like, uh, you're there, you bring, uh, or uh, the Lord gives uh, or makes you their savior and makes me his wrath or something like that. It's uh, it's really really cool. This is going to be the hardest decision we make. I yeah. think, uh, maybe even a veto might even go out on this. Yeah. No. Oh fuck! One of the thing I wanted to mention about this though that may sway you is that fucking that the, the <laughs> when Keanu. Okay, few things. His his brain. Holds 80 gigs of memory, which not very much, even by today's standards. I can get more of that on my phone. Yeah, and they tell him that the file is 320 gigs, but it's substantially more than 80 that they put in his brain. So even though he's he's this, he's got like a top of the line uh, memory implant so that he can he, he can, can shuttle information or this cargo this um, this information. He, yeah, it's still too much for him, and he's like, he's losing his shit. Um, but the scene that really gets to me is the uh, when he's hacking his own brain, and fucking Ice T is narrating the whole time. He's doubling. Yeah, he's doubling himself, and then and then it's like, don't worry about it. You know, he's uh, that, they just they just got the double. It, it just got the double, and like talking about all the viruses and all the protection that's in there. It it, it looks hilarious. It it looks worse than Tron. <laughs> Let's you know in by today's standards, um, but it's fun, man. It's a great flick. I, but I mean, it seems it seems like it would have been a hard movie to get made with with the same sort of budget that yeah. that that a lot of other films of the era could could have fetched and like it, it yeah. cuz it was a very um it was ambitious it was and it was it was comic-y. it was cartoony you know yeah. in a lot I of mean, ways but i don't think that makes it the fuck the fucking dolphin and we yeah. keep talking about cyberpunk aesthetic or rather i keep dropping that term this film was the film that made me find someone said to me oh that film is like fucking cyberpunk sci-fi 
and I had no idea what that was. And that got me into reading all these great fucking like dystopian future kind of novels and stuff like that. And then getting into comics like that. And so like this, this film is important to me because at the time it came out, it was a conduit into uh, this kind of uh, high tech, low tech, combative future dystopian future this idea of it that had actually been kind of floating around in popular culture and as well as in subculture for the better part of 20 years before this you know so it's you're right it's it it, it's actually super fucking lofty in what it did and like we talked about off air like we didn't put paranoia 1.0 on the list and if you want to look at two films that aesthetically are kind of Similar. Similar. That film was made in fucking like 2001 or 2003 or something like that. And this film probably looks – it's more fun. It, it, it aesthetically looks more fun. Like that fucking blade that you – you know, you, the, the, the red string blade is fucking awesome. So – this film came around the same time as Ghost in a Shell too, which is yeah. interesting. They have they carry the similar aesthetics to it. Yeah, although like one is is uh, in Johnny Mnemonic is clearly uh, it, it, it's following a, a trend, a cultural trend, whereas uh, Ghost in the Shell I think is more of a trendsetter in terms of uh, well maybe not, but I think it was more Before it was a different thing. Mm-hmm. It was a different aesthetic. It's a different. Although concept. I only read. Some of them like after some of the, you know, the source material after and, and really only peripherally. So maybe I shouldn't say that. I don't know. So, gentlemen. All right. Uh, Nick, you haven't really nominated a film in a while. Devin and I have been arguing. So, okay. Out, out of what I'm we got on the four, table, uh, Johnny Mnemonic, Matrix, Ghost in the Shell. and I'm going to nominate the, the Matrix. You're going to lose the Matrix. I'm going to lose the Matrix solely for the fact that it takes most of its due from Ghost in the Shell. So... Why would you have two that have the similar well, concepts could, on you it? You can argue that the, the Matrix is, is is more about hacking and more about... F- you could more, argue... It's almost that you, a jump off. They took it to a different level because you know, instead, get, of, I, instead of just, just being a dystopian future, this it, is literally like man's end. It is a dystopian future, but like you've taken it as far as you can fucking go. I'd still, say, I'd still take it out the list. Well... I'm gonna nominate Ghost in the Shell because I want to burn uh, Nick's. Uh, of course, you <laughs> Nick's card. Of course, here. you, you want to burn Nick's veto. Well, I mean, but he has to vote for it's it. High, okay, for that to he has to agree. But I mean, it's just and it, my reasoning is only um, because personally, and I think a lot of other people do do suffer from this to some degree. I I can't always get into the pacing. Uh, it a is lot of, it, a lot of it's fast film. paced too. I'm not gonna lie. Like I it's, watched this morning, I'm like, it rushes through a lot of. Yeah, it. and they they nah, bring up they, no, they it, cut to a lot of like rain sequences. They, it's, an, it's an hour. It's an hour, and, it's an hour and a half of film, and it's just like I don't they, agree with you that they the pacing usually is bring perfect. up a lot it's of like perfect, names, events, yeah. and stuff like that, just at a pace that that mm. you can't really and there is this, um, easily follow what's going there's on an amazing amount of like just like you're saying of expository dialogue. Like there's literally a scene uh, in the car where she is explaining to him exactly things that he should like the guy that's driving the car, the almost human cop that he should already know. So uh, that that's interesting. But uh, okay, you know what? I like your strategic move. So I'm I'm gonna vote Ghost in the Shell. I am not using my veto. You're not using it. I won't. 
Okay, so... We'll ax it. As much as right. I'm upset about it, we will ax it. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so Ghost in the Shell is gone. I'm just waiting to fuck over Devin at this point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Got we're going to do one more, and life. then we'll go to break. Um, and that, that's an upset. If you guys haven't seen Ghost in the Shell, definitely go out and watch it, especially before the, the remake with Scarlett Johansson and Michael Pitt uh, comes into theaters. Uh, mainly so that you can complain about uh, the live action, as people tend to do when there's an animated version thereof. <laughs> All right, um, next up. When you woke up this morning, I bet the first thing you did was check your texts, emails. But every time you log in, you're no longer in control. What does this guy want? No claim, no statement. We're facing a nuclear meltdown. China, no Chicago. The real hit is still to come. This is only the beginning. Black Hat, a Michael Mann film, radar. Oh, 2015's Black Hat, Michael Mann, and for me, a film that I haven't liked a Michael Mann film since Collateral, probably. And I like this film. I know this film is somewhat loved and somewhat oh, hated. Oh, Thor. Yeah, I know this one. Yes. Yes. It does star Chris Hemsworth. And I thought he was actually fairly good in it. Uh, I thought he was really good in it, actually, because he didn't have that much to do, to be honest. And I thought he was fantastic. But the the standout, as I was mentioning to you off air, uh, Nick, because we were kind of talking back to our Suicide Squad episode from last week, um, is Viola Davis. There's one scene that I love with her where she uh, is sitting at uh, a table, um, her and another, and the like the Chinese uh, police officer oh, she's uh, that's not friends sit- with Hemsworth. So she's not sitting next to character, uh, what is it, method actor Jared Leto? No, he's not in the film. <laughs> so I got to do a throwback to that. Um, but yeah, so she's sitting at this table across from this, um, I guess, stock exchange or... Uh, SEC official or something like that, and she's given him the, uh, you know, the third degree about you know not wanting to share his information uh, with them. And like we can go get a warrant, and he says, "Okay, go get it." And then she gives him this line about how, well, why don't I just call someone at a news outlet, whatever name she gives, and I'll, I'll, uh, and you'll be on the six o'clock news. How do you feel about that? And then there's this beautiful rest, and then she delivers the guy, the character's name, and. It's such a throwaway moment in the film. It just gets them to the next, um, the next, uh, you know, kind of clue along their path in the film. But what's so amazing about it is that moment is completely inconsequential, and her delivery in that one fucking scene cements her as a character that you respect in the film. It del- delivers it with power. The, yeah, the power. The uh, like just how methodical the delivery is and how just almost frightening as an audience that you're you're seeing this and you're you you're shitting your pants as you're watching it and i love that fucking moment so much and why like i'm gonna try not to throw out a spoiler here but why what you know as the film plays out later you get even more invested in the film as a result of that it also has a really great as we often call it Devin uh, James Bond moment in the film where you see at one point the villains put a bomb on a car and then for like the next 35 minutes and that has nothing to do with Viola Davis so I'm not spoiling anything the next like 15 20 30 minutes in the film however long you're watching them drive around with the fucking bomb in the car just being like when is the fucking bomb gonna go off or someone gonna find the bomb 
Someone, bomb, bomb on the car. Come on. Can't say bomb on an airplane. Bomb, 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 bomb. And bomb. and I love I I really like that and and it's shot in a very like you know Michael Mann way where it's a mix of shaky cam and uh, it looks and feels like like heat or collateral or not Miami Vice <laughs> oh god um oh god but, but it's got more heart and more intelligence than Miami Vice it's somewhere in the middle of his catalog but does that the same I like really really thrill like it. as uh, collateral though. I really, like, really as like you it. see it, like start to finish thrill. Yeah, it's got more. It's got just as many surprises. Awesome. I think it's it's it's, it's right a, up. There. It's 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 on. It's Brandon's Michael back. Mann at as much as you can expect from Michael Mann when he's not bombing, doing heat. <laughs> uh, we have to make a we have to make a pick now. Oh shit! We got to make a pick and go to break. I'm gonna let Brandon go first. All or right. Better yet, no, I'll let Devin go first. Um. I haven't seen Black Hat, admittedly, so I'm, you know, going to have to take your word on it. I like what you're saying about the style. Um, and you know what? Um, and there is actual, com- like, somewhat computer hacking. They actually did, uh, they used, uh, I want to say the tech editor at Wired, or no, a he's a consulting editor-in-chief for them as a reference on the film i remember reading so if that's completely inaccurate cons- i'm sorry but i'm a consultant yeah like they they brought him on at the script writing stage and also uh at, it's accurate yeah exactly so while like any of these movies like we've talked about how trinity off air how trinity some of her hacking in the matrix is fairly accurate and then other stuff is completely inaccurate uh, and the same thing applies with Black Hat, where, again, they do also get into social engineering. We eliminated Who Am I? There's another film with a little bit of social engineering in there. You know there. what? No, I changed my mind. Fuck Black Hat. Okay, you're going to nominate Black Hat? I, I mean, you, you have it on a table with Johnny Mnemonic, The Matrix, and Tron. Like, mm. I, 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 that's gonna, not... You know what? I'm going to nominate next, just because you went Black Hat. I'm going to go Tron, Yeah, because mm. it's not really a hacking movie. It's more of a gamer's film. Yeah, yep. yeah I can I concur. that. And, and if I had go, nominated that the last round, fucking Ghost in the Shell would still be, <laughs> still be on the table, but you didn't. I know. I fucked up on that one. I just thought of it now. So, yeah. Tron, goodbye. I love Tron. Yeah. It's probably it, – well, it's definitely a better film than probably at least two of the other ones on this table. Uh, but, but it's not more of a hacker's film. It's more – it's a computer film. See, don't get me wrong. But it's a gamer's world in it. I love how we're being completely – Logical. No, illogical. We're going from like complete emotion to <laughs> to okay, it's not a hacker film, whatever. I love it. All right, so Tron is out and we're going to take a break and we'll introduce our next film. Yeah, and we'll come back and add another film into the mix so we come back we're going to have Black Hat, Johnny Mnemonic and The Matrix going up a new going up against a new competitor. Cool? Sounds right to me. All right. All right. However you're taking part in this episode, please don't forget to leave comments, share, reach out to us so we can keep the conversation going. All right, so we're back and we're more than halfway through. We just finished up uh, our, what, we're eight deep? We got, or we're nine deep. We got seven left. Now, no one has used their, their free hack yet. So let's up the stakes a little bit, gentlemen, and add in... That you can use your hack to bring back a film that's been eliminated. Okay? So you can now 
also use that strategically if you want. So you can use your hack to save a film and you can use it to bring one back, okay? At any point in the competition. Now, just to go back through, so far we've eliminated uh, Who Am I, Tron, The Fifth Estate, Sneakers, uh, Takedown or Trackdown or Hackers 2 or whatever you want to call it, uh, The Net, Untraceable, Antitrust, and Ghost in the Shell. So if you want to save any of those, bring any of those back, start mulling it over. All right? So currently in the ring still is Black Hat, where we are 2015, Johnny Mnemonic from 1995, uh, and The Matrix 1999. Got two Keanu's in the ring. I like it. All right, let's bring in our next film. They were two 20-year-old kids who took on the world and took on each other. I don't even think IBM knows who we are. Good. Steve Jobs is killing us. Based on a true story, ER's Noah Wiley as Apple computer founder Steve Jobs. What is this that I keep hearing about you developing this, what do you call it? Windows? And Anthony Michael Hall as Microsoft chairman Bill Gates. Pirates of Silicon Valley. Pirates of Silicon Valley, 1999's kind of loose biopic of uh, uh, the rivalry between Steve Jobs and Bill Gates. This film is really fun, really interesting, obviously not super factually accurate. Am I right on that, Devin? Uh, it's actually more accurate than you would think. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, um, uh comparing it to a lot of the other movies that have that have come after the fact um and and like a lot of the um since uh parts of silicon valley a lot of the the sort of um books yeah. and and uh obviously with steve jobs passing a lot of the um you know the retrospective uh, uh stuff that's been done it actually is pretty yeah pretty close like, please please tell me that the uh bill gates uh uh, bulldozer race yeah. really happened. <laughs> really? And he wrecked Paul Allen's car. Oh my god! Bill Gates when he's young seems pretty fucking cool. In all seriousness, Bill Gates sounds like a badass. He's a yeah. baller. Yeah. He used to make fuck tons of college uh, poker money and just jack off in his fucking <laughs> piles of porn you yeah, see at that one point. What's the what's the line James uses it all the time too? You're the only guy I know that could make a piece of furniture out of Playboys. And look, yeah. you don't even have to do anything with them. They're already all stuck together. Oh, <laughs> oh you know and Anthony Michael Hall fucking kills it in this movie. He is a very good Bill Gates. Yeah, yeah, he know. is. I think Michael Hall's just a good actor in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And especially after all of the um, the uh, sort of brat pack, he, stuff, should, he got away from um, it. He, yeah. He, yeah, it's. And I really like Noah Wiley as uh, Steve Jobs too. Yeah, I really really like him. That scene where he's tripping on acid, no one wants to do it with him. It's <laughs> fantastic. That's uh, and uh, also the um, the scene that the movie opens up with with the uh, the commercial that Ridley Scott films. Mm. And him arguing with Ridley Scott, but it starts off first person perspective, close up on on Steve Jobs, you know, giving this proclamation, and then it just kind of zooms out, and you see the guy playing Ridley Scott, like, okay, I just, you know, I just want to shoot the, I just don't want to lose my light or something like that. Yeah. It's fantastic. I want to keep this one in, gentlemen. I want to lose something else. I'm going to nominate Johnny Mnemonic 
to go. I mean, I think Pirates of Silicon Valley still um, isn't that much of a hacking movie, is it? I mean, well, it's coding. almost more. But they, of, um, there's that whole sequence at the beginning where they're using blue boxes, the AT and T uh, machines. They're they're uh, they get, get the whistle from Captain Crunch, yeah, the no, guy that yeah, has the figures out the Captain Crunch whistle, whistle is the same uh, uh, frequency as the AT and T long distance stuff. So they're selling those uh blue boxes on campus where would you go devin i mean i i think honestly it's it's a great movie but i mean especially when you're well, it's looking not at, great when you watch back over it it's good but it's not it's like yeah uh but i think looking at everything else that's on the table it's the outlier it isn't um as much as yes it has has the the whole um you know intro subplot about um uh, the uh, the blue boxes for the most part it is just like um, a biopic or biopic or whatever yeah you say um, and and more more about the companies themselves than than um, uh, their early exploits all right early um, so you're gonna go with so you're pirate. gonna nominate pirates yeah get the and f- I I nominate Johnny Mnemonic I'm playing you- this I gotta play this strategically I mean. You got to get rid of mnemonic only because it's you. Oh, you're going to veto. So what, you're throwing pirates? Yeah. You're throwing pirates? All right. Uh, Back to 1999, Pirates of Silicon Valley. All right. Out. So we got a veto. Devin just vetoed. Uh, he just hacked. He used his hack and uh, Johnny Mnemonic stays. Wow. All right. It's, it's a fantastic movie. Leave it, it on really there. Is. You got to leave it on there. Check it off. All right. That's fantastic. That's I great. like it. I like it. It's great. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next film up. From the creator of Beavis and Butthead. What would you do if you had a million dollars? Two chicks, man. Good idea. Comes a movie that's politically correct. I'm not going to do anything illegal. So, Mayor, this is America. I'm not going to saw your hands off here. Socially responsible. Might be showing her my O face. Oh, oh. It's a straight shooter with upper management written all over him. Yeah. And everything else. What do you do here? That makes work suck. I have people skills. He's useless. Gone. <laughs> Office Space. Rated R. February 19th. Only in theaters. Oh, my God. God is Office Space. Die, motherfucker! Die, motherfucker! Die, motherfucker! Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, man. All right, this is a great flick. A lot of people forget that the premise of this film is uh, hacking the office. Is hacking the the computer in the office or the system in the office to uh, now take we, all those zeros? All and ones three of and... us have worked in an office before, correct? Yeah. How many times have you wanted to take a baseball bat to the fax machine, the, the Xerox printer, machine, yeah. the printer? Just take it into a field and beat the shit out of it. Oh, yeah. And lo- and also lose your stapler and get pissed. <laughs> because I have lost my stapler at work many a time. I've been I've accused been... of losing a stapler, though I did not lose the fucking stapler. <laughs> I've been blamed a hundred, countless times. It's not my fault. I plead the fifth. I think it's it's um, it's always really interesting uh, looking at Mike Judge's history. Yeah, um, exactly. He, uh, he worked on um, the, uh, uh, I believe, the F-16s, um, uh, uh, like, computer systems, like yeah. the the, um, the fighter jet. Um, did a lot of work on on, um, on that. Uh, I believe he worked for Silicon Graphics for a while, um, doing, like, uh, uh, engineering for, uh, for uh, early 3D graphics cards and stuff like that. Uh, so this is, this, you know, his his 
early life was spent in in these types of environments yeah. in a cubicle at a software company hating his life which i think uh, like i think it's why why a lot of this it stuff resonates, resonates uh, so much with uh, uh with people because cuz he he's lived he's that felt that it, is yeah. <laughs> and uh it's interesting too that he's gone on to now make the show Silicon Valley, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, Silicon Valley is amazing. Yeah, great show on HBO. What's um, that guy's name again? The who's in Deadpool? Fuck, the comedian. What's his name? Guy... The main guy? No, the guy who worked behind the bar in Deadpool. He's also uh, in Silicon Valley. He's is it comedian. Camille? No, T.J. Miller. T.J. Miller. T.J. Miller. That's right. I'm sorry. Yes, mm-hmm. he is in that. Tom uh, Middleditch, uh, Toronto. Yeah, improv, Tom Middleditch. Uh, yeah. Tell that fucking bitch I'm not selling my house. Get the fuck up, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> this is an incubator. But in any case, we're here to talk about office space. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is going to be a hard one. I I, I love this film. I think it, it it is definitively a hacking movie. Although people like to say it's not, and I know that. I know that it's not you don't see any of it or you don't see a lot of it, but oh, that, I, the, I, the scene I where the floppy the disks are changing hands, like he yeah. puts it in the computer, then he flips it over to his buddy, then his other buddy takes it. Yeah, like yeah, that's definitely hacking at its finest. That's like a team skill hack. I want to keep this one in. I think I'm going to keep this one in. Anyone got a nomination, John? Yeah, Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I think um, Devin, can you save it again? Black Hat. Um, is is what I'm going to throw out there. I haven't seen it. I've seen the other three. And okay, it's, and it's eh. I'm throwing Giant Demonic out there. All right, so I'm I'm the deciding vote this time around. I like this Black Hat or Johnny Mnemonic. You have okay. So I I'm worried that the, our Johnny Mnemonic love is a little bit too based on nostalgia. Although there is something amazing about a computer hacking whale. Um, dolphin. 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 Oh wow! I'm sorry. Computer hacking dolphin. Of course. Um, as well as flippers are too big. Badass. Bad Doctor Henry Rollins. <laughs> that was corny. Ooh, and Black Hat's got some standout performances, but it's too fucking long. It's a good movie, but it's too fucking long. Come on. So out of those two, you know what? I just nominated John Enumonic, but it's going. Uh, fucking Black Hat's going. Goodbye. See you later, Chris Hemsworth. Thor, fuck off back to Thor. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. All right, so we're almost down to the final four. This is the, we've only got two more to come in, and Nick and I still have vetoes. But next up. What in the hell's happening here? Oh my God. Shall we play? I have seven correction, eight. That's eight Lindberghs. Get on the sack. Tell them to flush the bombers. Russians are still denying everything, sir. Who are you working with? Nobody. I don't have to leave you. Over day, we have Soviet missile warning. Based on your arrest, pending indictment for espionage. Espionage? Confidence is high. I repeat, confidence is high. Cobra Day, is this an exercise? Negative, this is not an exercise. Made the president on the horn. It's still playing the game. It's going to start a war. Close up the mouth. Is it real? War Games. Playing soon. At a theater near you. Shall we play? One of the big boys of this contest, one of the favorites going in on all of our lists, was 1983 War Games. Brandon, shall we play a game? 
I forgot that was even on the list. Oh, so fucking good. I just rewatched it because I, uh, um, when we started talking about it, I couldn't help myself but, you know, get back into it. I want, I wonder, um, I know there, there was Ali Sheedy. Fuck. Mm -hmm. I know there is actually, um, uh, a story, a point during the Cold War at which uh, a very similar thing happened. I mean, obviously they weren't dealing with like AI or anything. No, like that, but like, like the chance was, to launch a bomb on the Russian they, side and the guy axed it completely. Yeah, there completely was completely stopping a nuclear war in the process. Yes, he, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, basically it was like a training exercise somehow was not communicated properly, and and um, there there was you know literally like a. a a very uh, close chance uh, that that the um, the world was going to go to war over that, um, and it, it's it's a great um, uh, you know even for for its time when when uh, a lot of uh, a lot of the concepts in in AI and 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 that were were really in their infancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's it's really. Um, uh, Really interesting how ahead of they uh, ahead of their time they were with that conversation. Um, Absolutely, of, of just you know, can you um, trust a machine? Yeah, e- even one that is designed to to um, you know to be perfect at, at, at what it uh, what it's doing. Um, and it's interesting too because I've talked to a lot of people leading up to this when we both when we were compiling the list initially. Um, and also, since uh, I've talked to a lot of people online about, um, and I specifically asked, I tried to ask people who had computer knowledge, like, what is your favorite movie and, and why? And more than any other film on this list, I get um, more games because of, of the reality of the situation. Yeah, of the factual accuracy of a lot of things not everything like we already talked about a lot of all of the films have huge flaws but it's it's simplistic in how they did it so for example we keep getting back or i keep again referencing the social engineering this movie came out in 1983 and here's a film where matthew broderick's character is going around to libraries and collecting information on falcon to try and figure out what his fucking password is and you know, even hacking like the what is it? The payphones at the time. Yep. Using the yeah, using the pin yeah. off of the pop can. Yeah, it's a great moment. And everyone, if you say Joshua to anyone who's seen this film, it's like they automatically think of the fucking computer. They well, auto- automatically think of well, the one computer. of the Jesus, one of the genius things. Mm-hmm. In this whole movie is the end. Where it's like they're playing every type of game. Yeah. But the, the one, tic-tac-toe. But tic-tac-toe is yeah. the one game that can go 50-50 any way of the fucking yeah, week. Yeah, it's a no-win scenario. When yeah. You, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's the fucking Kobayashi Maru of, of <laughs> everything. I like that. And yeah, so, and, and it's, it's interesting how, like you said about AI, it's actually a practical example of teaching the computer teaching ai and also and it's also kind of scary it's like this is like what if oh yeah i mean this is skynet at its finest yeah like well, i have to bring in skynet on this but yeah. it's like this is what happens when you bring ai into it and you teach it games it's like it gets scared because it knows some bullshit's gonna happen technically i think um maybe it was before uh this movie came out um there there was a period of time where a first strike was actually a viable move 
Yeah. It's just that we didn't have the information to do it. And obviously it would have been fucking crazy. You yeah. know, the entire Cold War was fucking crazy, but but um <laughs> the the US uh nuclear uh weapon arsenal was was actually at a point um I think around like mid 70s or or late 70s that that a first strike would have would have probably been um so whopper you know might not have uh yeah, just been. Oh, the only winning move is is this one. So is this one? Let's let's go with the nukes, boys. Yeah, fuck it mm-hmm. up, <laughs> blow, it, <laughs> blow it up. And I love how like that scene plays out too. And and you see, so you have him play this scenario out from the U.S. side, mm. and then you see Joshua play it out again from the. And I say him, but like it, the WAP or whatever. It's got a male name, so him. Uh, play it out from uh, the the USSR. And and the U.S. and and both ways he runs the casualty count and everything else and he's I love just like how nobody Matthew, wins. I love how Matthew Broderick stumbles upon this. It's like oh games, yeah. all right, let's do this. But don't you think it's a little bit like he is absolutely obsessed with playing these two fucking like the, this, these games. He's Nuclear like, but, but like I want to play them. Like that's even his example when he's talking to the other two designers and he, he wants them to to give him a way in and they talk about the backdoor password and stuff. He's He's like, well, I can't, I can't just play some other games. I have to play these games. Like, he's really game. obsessed with these fucking games. It's hilarious. Well, when all you have is fucking tic-tac-toe and centipede, yeah, it's pretty dope having... having <laughs> Global you know, glo- thermonuclear <laughs> war. Yeah. I just said nuclear. <laughs> nuclear. Thermonuclear war. All right. We have to axe a movie. Yeah, we got to chop one of these four out, gentlemen, and this one is going to be hard. Is it going to be War Games? Is it going to be Johnny Mnemonic? Is it going to be The Matrix, which has been on the table and safe for quite a while? Or is it going to be Office Space? And for me, in my mind, Office Space has got to stay. War Games has got to stay. Really? A Keanu film is going. I mean, personally. In my mind, but I. I, I yeah, per- personally, I would say Office Space, um, while it is. While it does feature, you know, sort of hacking as a central plot point, it's more about just office culture, mm. like, like corporate culture in general. I mean, yeah. I think that's more what what the movie's focus is 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 um, you know, just just calling out uh, the, the the bullshit of the way that companies work. You mm-hmm. know, I like, still say Keanu has to go. So you agree with me? What film would you offer up then? And let, let's see if I concur with you because now he's he's bringing me around. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a good point about Office Space. But Johnny Mnemonic... I thought you were, you were go, nodding, so I thought you were going to agree. I'm going to go with Johnny Mnemonic still, only because it's not more of a hacking. It's more of a... It's more of like a courier type deal. Like, he's shuttling information. He's a but he does ma- hack his own brain. He does hack Plus his own... Plus, you've got the fucking uh, he hacks his dolphin. Own, he hacks his own brain, but he's still... It's, he's a human fucking courier. And the the movie opens up with the word... the in, Or with internet, and then the year... That's how it opens. <laughs> and, I'll, I'll still go. And then with a that. futuristic look at the internet. Yeah, I'm still gonna go. Johnny so Mnemonic. you're nominating uh, Johnny Mnemonic, and you're nominating Office Space, Devin. Yeah, I need a little bit more from you guys. I can't decide. This is hard. Give me a little something. Why? Give me a negative on both. Ice T's play by play. Yeah, but I already said that, so that's nothing new. Give me something else, man. I I already knew about that. Devin, any other thoughts? Why why should I pick Office Space? Because we're getting down to the finals here. We only got one more film to introduce. Although both, Diana, okay, Diana both Myers the, yeah. in this film, it's like both, she's too fucked. It's just it, she kills me in that film. 
Okay, that's again. Uh, I mean, office space. Let's see if he can sway me. I'm leaning your way, Nick. I am, but then then Devin brought me back a little bit here. So Keanu has to go. You still got your hack, though. I do have my hack, but I'm saving. And it. the tagline is "Work sucks." It's a movie about work. It's not a movie about hackers. I mean, it would it would apply just as easily to any other, um, you know, any any other type of company. Yeah, really. They they could have made the same plot work with a you know minor change. And and I think uh, Johnny Mnemonic, both stylistically and in uh, in the terms of the plot, Fuck, in terms of in terms of everything, is just mm-hmm. so unique. Whereas um, you know, uh, I I mean, just just I guess what I'm saying is is that Office Space could it could. He, he, uh, all of the jokes work irrespective of the whole hacking. You're going for it. Yeah, I'm losing off the space. Okay, go for it. You're not going to use your I hat? I can't. Okay. All right, so we're down to the final four. Uh, do you guys want to announce the last film before we go to break? You want to go to break, keep a little suspense up, and then come keep back to the final, final four. Okay, so we're going to come right back, and we'll nominate our last film. And Nick and I still have our hacks that we can use. So so far, holy shit! We're, this this has been a real surprise. Still on the table, we have War Games, Johnny Mnemonic, and The Matrix making it through. Keanu is fucking making a statement here. I love it. So we'll come back, announce our final film. Maybe you guys already know what it is. Maybe you got some hopes of what it is, and uh, and then maybe maybe I think I know where Nick's going with his veto. I'm still humming and hawing on mine. So we're gonna eliminate the final four and pick our favorite. Hacker film in our battle royale. Sounds good. All right. All right, guys. So how are we making out so far? Do you agree with the list? Do you disagree with the list? Let us know this week. What is your favorite computer hacker film? And how would you have seen this list playing out? Would you have eliminated some things differently? I know that everyone here got a little bit strategic about wanting to get our films in. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to have a little fun with the boys later on. Um, But let me know this week uh, how you think we did. uh, Because this was a really fun one and we'd love to chat some more about it. (laughs) And we're back. (laughs) All right. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm taking over a TV network. Finish up, honey, and get to sleep. They're hackers. Hackers penetrate and ravage private and publicly owned computer systems. Hack the planet. Hack the planet! It's not just something they do. Sure, this sweet machine's not going to waste. Are you challenging me? It's who they are. I win, you wear a dress on our date. And if I win, so do you. Hackers. 1995's Hackers. Hack the planet! Hack the fucking planet! <laughs> All right. I love that this one was saved to last. It's, this is fantastic. This is, where do you go wrong with this? Well, it's just, I we randomly, we, we put them in a random order, so it's hilarious this one came last, because it's literally, it's Hackers, it's called Hackers, and and it's, it's hacker movies. It's iconic as shit. It's cult classic. It is a classic. Um... 
for any of you guys who who don't know, Devin and I are in a band together, uh, Sleep for the Nightlife. The theme song of the show is a sleep song, and we also have a song called Joey Hack the Gibson. This film means a lot to me, uh, and I don't know if I can be objective, but you guys are gonna, you guys are going to hold me, keep me honest. I know. Oh man. Okay, so this film came out in '95. Like I said. Um, so it had a good cast. I don't know if it holds up. The music is... I love the music. Prodigy. Yeah. Magic people. Voodoo people. Yeah. There's a lot of great music in it. Uh, there's a lot of great actors in it, you know, that we've gone on to see in other stuff. Obviously, Angelina Jolie being the standout in that. Mm-hmm. Um, who Lorraine, else? Lorraine Bronco. Yes, that's right. I forgot that she was in it. Tony She's Soprano's fantastic. therapist. Johnny Lee Miller. Johnny Lee Miller. Uh, Matthew Illard. Zero Cool and Crash Override, respectively. Matthew Illard is Matthew uh, Lillard serial killer. is serial killer. Who's Lord Nikon? I can't think of his name. Lawrence Mason? Yeah, because he, he pl- he's uh, it's the he plays Tintin in The oh. Crow. Oh, my God. You're Zero Cool. Man, I thought she was I thought, black. I thought she was black. I love that moment. It's so good. It's like, hey, man, can I crash in your house again? Again? Yeah, man, sure. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> Who and I, I love the uh, when they're playing out the uh, the battle between Angelina Jolie and Johnny Lee Miller uh, on on the uh, FBI agent. Yeah, and they're playing pranks on him. I'm what? Yeah, it's so good. And when they, uh, you know, obviously the final move being Johnny Lee Miller, um, or you know, Zero Cool or Crash Override, whoever making them uh, making him die or making him deceased. <laughs> so okay so for reference because devin's fucking me so up, true it's true all right all right we're using the imdb pages uh as reference to what's on the table here what films we're introducing that's what we printed out so that we could uh randomly introduce everything and and under the um the keywords on imdb um the the where are they here okay so we got computer cyberpunk Computer virus, uh, fight the system, and then the one that, that Devin likes the most, sexual fantasy. I just I just don't understand how the well. Okay, well, oh, let, 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 me, let, let me no, explain. no, I know that there is. I, I know that you're going to tell us about the one scene where there's there's a titty in this. No, one, there isn't but, titties. But, yeah, there is. <laughs> no, it's it, they they uh she she hints at it. She likes unzips, but you don't see it. Do you, you see titty? No, you man. see Angelina Jolie titty. What's the rating on this? This is PG thirteen. You get titty. It's the nineties. You got titty. I don't know, but I I mean, it just for that to be a plot keyword is pretty. <laughs> I don't remember. I've seen this film a lot. Ridiculous. <laughs> <sighs> In any case, we have to eliminate. Yeah, it. I okay. So now we're down to some really great ones. We might need to talk these out a little bit here. So hackers just got on the table. War games, Johnny, Johnny Mnemonic, Mnemonic, and the Matrix, and the Matrix, and. The one that's they're standing all, out, they're all great, classics. but there's one that just stands out as a, like it just doesn't fit it. I mean, it fits the hacker bill, but it's got another sub genre to it that kind of overpowers that Which point. Which what? It's The Matrix. It overpowers mm. as an action film at some points. Yeah. So, I mean, if I had to ask one, it, just because of that sub genre of action, I would take it out. That's just me. So that is my nomination, The Matrix. I don't know, but there's actually there's legitimate or there's somewhat legitimate hacking. There's somewhat it. legitimate, but it overpowers with the action against, like, say, 
they're, the kung fu and all that shit. It's like, hey, come on, okay. Like you're hacking somebody's brain and you're putting them into a system, but at the same time, it's action. It's considered an action movie at some points. That is where you lose me. Yeah, that's true. And 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 what the other one? I like the idea of a, of a of a little bit of a campy feel to my to my computer hacker movies because you not you're never going to get 100% accuracy. You're probably never even going to get 50% accuracy. Yep. So I I don't disagree with you, Devin. Do, any 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 thoughts? Do you want to nominate something? Because I'm having trouble here. I'm having a lot of trouble. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think I think the other three um Old, on right? the table they they come from a time when when they were exploring something new. You know. Okay. Uh, for the most part, like um, Johnny Mnemonic from from '95. Uh, you know, hackers as well, and then war games from just so far before. Um, mm. Uh, before a lot of these these. Uh, you know, concepts were mainstream, whereas The Matrix, I mean, in that regard, kind of kind of isn't really as adventurous, is it? I mean, um, yeah, it, it's it's uh, you know a bit more. Um, it is a little more action sci-fi. I mean, there was good comedy in Hackers. I mean, the part where the guy's having a dream that he's getting arrested and then he wakes up, whoa, deja vu. <laughs> His mom comes in and starts beating the crap out of him. What are you waiting for? Arrest me already. Come on. I'd go to jail. Like, if my mom was beating the shit out of me in front of a cop, I'd go to jail in a heartbeat. <laughs> Get me away. There's a lot of classic moments in that film, you know, swimming pool on the roof and then the, the setting the sprinklers off. There's um, there's, uh, there's some good one-liners. It's like, oh, yeah. Cereal, you eat all my fries? <laughs> no, it was Joey, man. Don't lie, man. You owe me a new pack. <laughs> and Joey's constantly smoking, smoking two, two cigarettes, cigarettes at once. The fucking movie. <laughs> the garbage file. Who and... was the guy? Who was the security officer? Uh, Penn and Teller. Yeah. I think it was Penn. Yeah, it's Penn. Penn Gillette. Yeah, yeah, Penn, yeah, Gillette. yeah. Penn Gillette. All right, so you guys already voted out the Matrix. Why is it still on the fucking table? It's gone. Yeah, it's the... All right. Okay. I'm not vetoing that. We're down to our final three. And I have a feeling that Nick and I are both waiting down to two to introduce our our, our film if if we don't get our way. And this is a hard one, gentlemen. We may, again we we're gonna have to talk this out. We got I war think... games on the table. We got hackers on the table. We got Johnny Mnemonic on the table. Now, for me, as much as I love Johnny Mnemonic, it, and you know, it's one of the first things I ever saw at the drive-in. We've t- I mentioned it at the beginning of the show it, that the third or like that that. L- the third, the final act just doesn't add up. It just goes on and on. It drags, and also the whole the the kind of ghost in the machine uh, that's I, like the 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 deceased boss of the pharmaceutical company, um, Pharmacon. Yeah, just gets on my nerves. I do like the idea of the the black shakes um, and all of that. I like the social commentary there about how, and that is one thing that is standout about it and is very unique in, in that, and we didn't talk about that before, is the fact that it is, um, as, it's it's using the platform that it has as a jump off point for um, social commentary of almost like open source, mm-hmm. which is something that, say, for example, a movie like Antitrust, which we already eliminated, did fucking horribly. 
you know, you forgot about the whole open source concept until the la- the last scene of the film. So they talk about it right at the beginning. We're going to make it all open source, blah, blah, blah. And then they bring it back at the end. And it's like, you know, they're working out of a fucking garage again. Great. Everything's open source. It's yours. Great. This this film talks about the idea of open source as like all information, like a cure for a disease that's plaguing the world. This should be free, you know, and that's that's heavy shit, man. Uh, especially for a film that probably a lot of the concepts in it, or certainly a lot of the concepts in it, do not hold up. Um, but that does. That does 100%. So, did it sound you know, right. when, when you... It sounded so wrong. <laughs> when you look at, say, for example, Hackers, um, there's, a, there's a lot of fun stuff there a lot of nostalgia there there's also a lot of like there's also a lot of real things in there like going through the garbage file or calling and getting the the router number and then hacking in through there yeah but you can say the same thing about uh you can say the the same same thing thing about war games and and the garbage file the whole point of the garbage file is just the idea that hackers like souvenirs and it's the same thing that applies to a lot of films in the list we've already eliminated who am i does that black hat does or no does black hat do souvenirs i can't remember i don't think so but there's been an antitrust uh or no fuck here's here's a an argument though that might um might open things up a little bit um We've got War Games and Johnny Mnemonic, um, one that is is almost a very, like, you know, um, true-to-life uh, kind of a, you know, it's it's ba- it's basically just like a... Um, what if we left the Cold War up to a fucking computer? Yeah, and it, and it doesn't... Um, uh, it doesn't require that you really know anything about computers. Right. It's just it 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 gives you the information that you need. Johnny Mnemonic is is just a cartoony like it's straight out of the pages of a comic book. And and to that end, it's like you're you're really having to stretch uh, your belief to begin with. Hackers just feels like it's uh, at a lot of times. And I think this is part of part of why it hasn't really aged that well. It's almost like a collection of buzzwords, isn't it? For for. That that people who don't really know anything about computers, yeah. it's very buzzwordy and and just like just you know terms and uses them loosely. Yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't really um, it it doesn't really sway to one side or the other, right? Like it's not really that realistic of a movie, but it's also not cartoony enough that you can suspend your disbelief and just and just right. enjoy. You don't it. think it's rollerblading around in New fucking... York and like hacking like the the lights? Yeah, like I'm not saying rotating. It's not a, uh, telephone booths and shit i'm not saying it's not an it's not a good or interesting movie but it's just when it gets down to that that big hacking scene at the end um and it's uh you know it, it's it's like releasing the fucking cookie monster oh get get the fucking cookie monster out of here it's on yeah. our servers <laughs> like what That's the one thing hacking I, the come on, on. Yeah, yeah like the one me, thing i did like, enjoy about it was like the way they used the effects they didn't really go like 3d <laughs> they can, like just zoomed in and then added like visual effects like the way they go into like the system like whoosh, yeah like, it's like that long tunnel that's like made up mm-hmm. i enjoyed that all right all right so are you nominating hackers then yeah, honestly, you know what I think uh the other two are fun rides. Uh Hackers uh feels dated at this point when I when I rewatch it. You could say the same thing for Giant Demonic and, and uh 32 gigs of data in your head. 80. He has 80 gig capacity, what? but the 32 gig is the file that they want to put in, yeah. Yeah. 
but it's excusable from a standpoint of it just being it, it's a movie about the future and you can't possibly predict where that was going to go mm-hmm. i mean it just they just threw out a, a number that was unbelievable at the time and it was like mm-hmm. i i don't i don't you know aren't necessarily fault them for that no no so you're throwing hackers out brandon's my nomination what are you nominating nick i'm waiting on you oh man okay i'm oh. being strategic here i don't i don't know i don't think i can nominate hackers i don't know if i can go along with you as much as i i don't think you're exactly wrong that it's it's buzzwordy and and these sorts of things but the thing that stands out for me is that um even at the time we're talking about suspending disbelief even at the time some of the things that they're doing in johnny mnemonic are already outdated um and moreover, as much as I love that film, I know that it's from a nostalgia standpoint. I know if anyone, if I bring someone into that film and I don't tell them, but wait, wait, like it's just go for the ride, be like treated like a fun ride shit movie kind of thing, like then they're not going to enjoy it to the same extent as I did when I saw it and thought like, whoa, super cool. And also, my other problem, of course, is that Henry Rollins dies too early in the film. So I'm going to nominate, uh, and I'll, like, and he's the best character. He's the only one that's swearing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to nominate Johnny Mnemonic. Oh my God, is it on me? So it's on you. And I've been trying to get this out for so many rounds. Johnny <laughs> Mnemonic, goodbye. Johnny's out. Delete. All right. <laughs> so we're down to our last two. And that- I'm throwing my hack in the ring. Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell comes back for the final three. All right. Um, and I'm going to hold on to mine. I figured you <laughs> will. Because... Where are we here? So Ghost is back in. Ghost in the Shell has come back from the dead. All right. Um, I, I don't disagree with that. I thought it was going to go longer. And now this is a really hard one. We got to get down to our final two, though, gentlemen. So. Fuck. I don't know. I mean, I think um, my nomination stands for the same reasons that I put out last time. Right, Ghost in the Shell is is a movie that you could you could you could get into as a fun ride. War Games again is is realistic enough that you don't really have to suspend your disbelief. Hackers is just kind of kind of goofy if you have any knowledge of the yeah. subject matter that they're touching on. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, one one other thing. Um, from from that movie, if um, considering we were talking about you know um, buzzwords and dating uh, themselves a bit, um, yeah. the scene where um, where uh, they're all uh, coming all over uh, <laughs> fucking uh, they're Angelina, coming all oh, over Angelina, Angelina Jolie's computer. computer, and it's like oh, it's got 128 megabytes of RAM. That's crazy, and he's just like. Listing off these specs, a lot of things that just don't even really matter. That's like or... what we talked about with Wayne's World, when it sounds like Tia Carrera is telling yeah, him to rob yeah. the place, and what she's actually saying is, uh, I'd file down the nut to get the buzz off the low E. But she says it like, I filed down the nut to get the buzz off the low E. Like, she says it all like she's trying to tell him to take the fucking guitar out of the store, or like it's top secret or something. And yeah, you're right. He, he is just li- listing the most fucking 
but in not, specs. So it's, got, it's got a full 128 mega. Or so you read the brochure at this kilobytes point. Kilobytes of L2 cache. Like, yeah. fuck yourself. That's, <laughs> come on. <laughs> not, yeah. not to mention that software guys generally don't give a shit uh, about anything except for uh, the, you know, your, your big specs, right? Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, so they can update anything on their own the, terms. The fact that they're getting into all of these fucking stupid engineering, uh, processor engineering terms, just like. Uh, it shows how how disconnected whoever uh, wrote the movie Raphael Moreau or whatever is how, how disconnected he really is from the subject uh, for, for matter itself. Like some consultant probably came on and was like, I, you know, they were Just like, "Give oh, me my paycheck." We we want them to talk about the computer. Like, what are yeah, some things they can was. mention? He's probably yeah. like, I don't know. Here's like. A list of shit and then they just picked whatever they thought sounded really cool and futuristic yeah. like, it's it's like it's very obvious that it wasn't really written with a whole lot of care and love in that regard no all right nick i'm gonna save you from having to make a choice here hackers is gone yep all right so we're gonna take one more break come back and put ghost in the shell head to head against war game i still have my hack the other two gentlemen have used theirs and uh, and Ghost in the Shell has come back from the dead. I like it. We're going to put these two head to head. I'm actually then, really happy with this, then, considering that we weren't even going to talk about this film. It was on our list <laughs> yeah, of non-films. I had exactly. to fight to get this one in here. That's amazing. Amazing. All right. So and we're going to come back. back Devin. <laughs> Final thoughts and and decide a winner to this fucking Royal Rumble. Not Battle Royale. Not Royal Rumble. Well, we can't use Battle Royale either. <laughs> yeah, we can. Fuck it. All right, let's do this. Gentlemen, we're back, and we're down to our final two films. I've still got my hack left, and I'm going to exercise it. <laughs> and I'm going to bring back something to uh, hopefully throw the wrench in, in Nick's plan of saving <laughs> saving Ghost in the Shell. Um, I'm going to bring back the net. Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Sandy's back from the dead. So we have our top three now. Let's count it out. We <laughs> so, have war games. So we've got war games. We've got the net. And we've got Ghost in the Shell. The net and Ghost in the Shell uh, Ghost in the Shell are back from the dead in this contest. And the reason I'm bringing back the net, just to be clear, um, is because, like you said earlier, Devin, I like that this film... Uh, it kind of it as as cheesy as as it may be it stands out in the sense that say for example uh just the idea of how how much our world is just available like there's no real security there's no anything so much like when we talk about war games uh we talk about like the real kind of possibility of nuclear war when we talk about uh i can't bring back who am i because you guys haven't seen it but again that's another film that addresses uh the idea of privacy and security not really existing and and so i'll bring back the net and i'm going to argue for it and i'm going to try and eliminate at least one of these two films with it um to to uh, as a good movie for a hacker <laughs> okay <laughs> So, who wants to kick us off? Nick, you're hard 
On Ghost in a Shell? On Ghost in the Shell. I am. So give, give me a little something. Why, sh- why should... Because now we're doing it... Basically, we're divided three ways. Devin's pretty much going with War Games. You're on Ghost in the Shell. And I brought back The Net, which seems like a big underdog. But I'm going to see if I can convince one of you guys to eliminate one of your films on the basis of, of, of The Net. So... So you want me to go Nick, off and yeah. talk about Ghost in the Shell? Okay. Um, well, just even just rewatching it, the one thing I liked about it was the whole aspect of this being like a cyber like person, mm-hmm. like android, I would call her. Yep. And she's hacking with her head. And she's even plugging in and going through like everything. So yeah, she like, drives the car with her mind. So she's putting her own like consciousness. Like she, it is pregnant, a ghost in a shell. Like she takes the shell body to move around, but she uses her consciousness to hack and get to what get to what she needs to do. Mm-hmm. Which is an interesting concept. It's the same thing the Matrix did. They throw their consciousness into a computer, which is like another. It's like a next level of hacking. Yeah, I just well, that, that's the same reason that we we axed like a movie like virtuosity off the list for example where russell crowe jumps into a computer and is killing people with his computer skills or like with him being a computer yeah but some of, like the th- now. some of the things they throw into like ghost in a shell too is like the whole aspect of like you can hack a human brain to like take away memories and like make them do your bidding like that one guy from the garbage truck is like, oh, I have a wife and a daughter. Yeah. And then they show him the picture. It's like, I swear she was there. It's just him with the dog. And then it's <laughs> like, we can't get your memory back. Yeah. You're too far gone. And then they start high. And then her and the puppet master start hacking each other. And they try to figure out like a balance. And then they want to merge. So they want to merge. So it's like a super Computer sex. And then she ends up being a little girl in a they school ju- uniform. They take her consciousness and turn her <laughs> into a schoolgirl, And it's like... It's she the only had... body I could find on the black market. What? They literally have a factory that makes these. Like, yeah, but he's doing it off. Section he's 9? Doing, he's doing it off Section 9's books, though. That's the problem. All right. But at the same time, it was just a concept that wasn't done before. You know, like 1994. Like it was 1995, right? And the way they did it, too. I mean, with an animated movie, you can, have so, you can show so much. You can do so many things that a normal movie can't do. You're not limited by special effects or any of that because it's all just drawn out including have the protagonist in the first few seconds rip off her clothes uh and jump off a building completely naked turn invisible turn and invisible shoot a man in the head shoot a man in the head or <clears throat> that's the future i want to live in uh, as much as um i don't know i'm not a huge fan of like the the um the pacing or anything like that uh, I I really don't like the movie The Net. I think it's just a piece of trash. So I kind of want to throw a wrench in your gears here right now. <laughs> fuck up your plan to to fuck up Nick's plan. Because <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I mean, the movie is just um, does it seem like espionage? To you? It's it's not, and it's not that. It, it, to be honest, it's just not that memorable. Like in in my mind, like it's not a movie that I would I would really ever go back and and uh, watch. I probably haven't since. Since you know the first like, once or twice, I probably watched like maybe a minute of it, and then I'm like, "What the fuck am I watching?" Yeah, I thought it was that movie with Sandra Bullock and Ben Affleck, but it wasn't. <laughs> and and War Games, like or I, Speed Clanches. <laughs> War Games is a fantastic movie. I want to see that go on. Um, Ghost in the Shell, I don't really have that much against. So my vote is going for the net. Fuck Sandra Bullock. <laughs> she's a nice lady, but but she's she's done me wrong. She could have been our Wonder Woman. 
if if George Miller got his way in the nineties. Um, okay, one one last one last plea. I'm gonna try and convince you once more, Devin, because like you said, you don't have great feelings about Ghost in the Shell, or like you're not super strong on it. So, <clears throat> my thought process again. Um, with regards to one, the security thing, I like the, the, uh, the, the, don't get me wrong, the, uh, idea of what is consciousness and so forth, uh, in Ghost in the Shell, but that's also the reason that I don't know if it can go through because, and I realize it probably could have picked stronger films, but I think this is funnier. (laughs) Um, (laughs) the, the overarching, uh, reason that that film is so transcendental ghost in the shell is because of the fact that it it addresses that very issue what is human what is uh at the root of uh being a sentient being right and and even they talk about it like puppet master when uh, he talks about how uh the only thing stopping him from being what is classified as human is his ability to uh procreate in a sense, or to like merge with another being and, and create something greater or a new version thereof. And that ends up being his goal in the film. Uh, and, and instead of, so instead of as much as say, for example, yeah, you're right. There is an element of espionage to the net. Um, they're, they're using computers. They're collecting viruses. The way that she goes about it again is, is the fact that she's, She's still trying to keep one up on, say, for example, the fake uh, her <laughs> uh, that she goes into the office and uh, starts a fire and then hacks her computer and goes back through. And I realize you can't find an IP address out that way, but, you know, using a who is function and so forth. But there's there's actually the computer part of it is the crux of the plot, the idea that you can be. And in the 90s, you can be erased with a simple keystroke. And so while, yes, it's not the best movie on the table by far, and it's definitely not a better movie than Ghost in the Shell, all that it comes back to with me, my my problem is the crux of the plot is a computer problem in the net. Whereas the crux, so the MacGuffin of the film is identity and how easily it can be wiped out with a computer. And how whoever wields that power, whoever holds information under their fingertips, so to speak, is is the ultimate power. Whereas in Ghost in the Shell, it's all about the the end goal and the, the problem that that they're struggling with all the way along is what is human, or what is uh, you know consciousness, what is what makes a person a person. And so it's it's a different entity. Is it more powerful? Absolutely. But is it, you know, is it at the end of, like, our goal here is to a computer hacker movie. And that film is almost a more of a transcendental piece, more of a, uh, much like The Matrix, the same reason we eliminated The Matrix, because it, it plays another role. Uh, and, and I just, I can't get over that. So as goofy as my selection is, the plot is 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 it's essential that computers are part of that. Whereas Ghost in the Shell, you can pose that question. You can have a post-apocalyptic future. You can have all the stuff. You can eliminate the hacking and more or less have the same film. So 
Oh, you're picking Ghost in the Shell? I'm going to nominate Ghost in the Shell, and I'm trying to sway Devin. No, I'm sticking with the net. All right, net's out. I'm fine with that. I was just fucking I didn't even say anything, because I could have picked War Games, and we could all be fucked. (laughs) (laughs) But there's no chance I'm not picking War Games. It's going to be the net, so the net is definitely out. That's fine. I was just fucking with you guys. And then at this point in time, we we already know where we're all going at this point. Like Even I have to fucking admit it. War great War Games is the definite pick of this of mm-hmm. the letter on this one. I mean, it's legitimate hacking at its finest, and it's legitimately it legitimately is a computer person's movie. Yeah, just it, I mean, it's a one self aware computer that's playing a game over and over again. It can destroy the world in one shot. Whereas you said, Ghost in the Shell is computing, but it's more the fact that it's a computer that's it's a person's. It's computer transcending. Yeah, transcending yeah. consciousness. While as this one, it's we got to stop this thing from blowing up the fucking world. Yeah. Even though it's not ever really going to blow up the world, I don't think, right? Well, it's no. going to set off the U.S. missiles. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. And then at that point, then the, the Russians set off their missiles yeah. and then all hell breaks I think loose. It's, it's just um, so. Um, I mean, my, my reason for, for kind of uh, rebelling against hackers back there is hackers is just written with, with almost, you know, zero. Um, uh, interest in in the actual in, culture and yeah in in the the facts mm-hmm. it's so um uh you know uh like like i said before it's just not written with a whole lot of care to the to the actual subject matter whereas war games i just feel like it's it's uh it's just so it doesn't it doesn't try to tread into any any you know um any subject matter that that's that's um a little bit too esoteric or anything like yeah, that yeah, a little it bit doesn't too... go it doesn't overstep its bounds and its yeah. subject matter it just it knows here's a computer that's all over the place we have to stop it by com- using a computer knowledge base and everything and they go find the professor who wrote the program yeah so it's linear in its thought process of how it works it's it's a linear type film it's like okay computer Kid finds it, hacks it, starts the game, realizes he's fucked up and the world's going to end, has to solve the problem, solves the problem, game over, nobody wants to play a game. Question for you guys, and it doesn't change my choice. We can pretty much eliminate ghosts in the show we here can. now. So our winner is War Games. <laughs> but I want to ask you, do you guys, and I just watched it, so I, it's fresh in my mind, but do you remember when uh, they first capture so to speak uh matthew broderick and they have him there and they talk about they confront him about his plane ticket to paris it's not his name on the reservation she makes he makes the reservation for the girl whose name i can't think of right now ali shidi's character yes but i can't think of her name in the movie but jennifer 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 of course yes um Oh, Ali Sheedy. Yeah, she, he. They they have no record. Like they shouldn't have any record. Who who cares if someone completely unrelated to this case is is there? That shouldn't. Have, it's just interesting. It's quite an oversight on on their part because he clearly makes it for her, and that's funny. Yeah, I don't know. That's all. All right. So War Games wins it. We played the game. Yeah, and we won. It's funny though because the only winning move is to pick War Games. Yeah. Yep. Play tic tac toe. It's the Kobayashi Maru of beating a computer. <laughs> if we just teach our AI how to play tic tac toe, 
and the importance of tic-tac-toe the only person will be can, safe. The only person who can beat Joshua at tic-tac-toe is probably James T. Kirk because he'd fucking cheat and win. <laughs> I'm really happy with this outcome, gentlemen. I'm I, happy I, with the top five that we had out there, minus the, the net. net. Yeah, I just threw it in to fuck with you guys, and that's fine. I thought maybe Devin, just to piss you off, would go with me, but you know he's in, he's in a good mood today. <laughs> Thank you, Devin. <laughs> All right. So, any final thoughts on computer hacker films, gentlemen? I th- I think it's an it's an easy genre to get wrong. Uh, for oh, the it's same super easy to get that, wrong. that we talked about before. I mean, people seem to to be so focused on. Um, on on delivering something that that um uh you know that just contains all these all these little esoteric nods to to computer shit and and then they get it wrong so you're alienating both groups you're alienating the the normal person who has no idea what the fuck they're talking about when they're talking about the power book yeah and you're also alienating the people that actually know about the subject matter by by delivering something but that the isn't. one thing that we did agree on when we started talking about the fifth estate is the one thing they never get right in these films is the actual subculture itself like they never really nail it down they hint at a subculture but they never really go in depth with it and the subculture of it all is where is you're going to find your information and where you're going to get your movie out of. Which is, again, why I would recommend Who Am I. In terms of, like, again, there's so many better documentaries. Which we, we we excluded documentaries from the list, as we often do, because a lot of the times with these sorts of topics, there's just way better documentaries on the subject matter the than Documentary is just pretty much a way of one-upping the, the, one, the one previous. <laughs> it's true. But um, that film does a great job of talking about that subculture as well. Yes, you're right. Fifth Estate does a little bit, and it it's it's nice to see them uh, acknowledge some of the both some of the kind of noble parts of the internet and some of the really seedy, shady parts of the internet, and understand that you know uh, the world kind of needs these many kind of shades of, of even security still. and safety and so forth and how much all of that may be a fallacy and and so forth. Um, but even now, hack is like a way of just getting around like normal things. Mm-hmm. Like I find like, oh, it's a life hack. Well, again, yeah. Like the I, terms changed so absolutely. many times over the years. It's like now a hack is just pretty much sidestepping something just to get or just to get to something you want. But is is that not the definition because when we talk about, say, for example, we talked about it earlier. One of the best things about war games is the fact that he learns everything about, uh, you know, the the professor, uh, Falcon, so that he can go back and and figure out the password, figure out the backdoor access to Joshua, right to the Whopper. So, I think in that way, the idea of a life hack, for example, where you can your knowledge can get you around something that's normally difficult. It, it, it kind of, it it is a good, uh, good terminology, good way to use the the term. Right. So I don't know. I, I, I'm really happy with the decision that we made because I feel like war games covers all your bases, Mm -hmm. uh, covers, um, 1983 and they're touching on subjects that are like way ahead of its time. I mean, like a sentient computer, like you think 
you think of sentient computers, you think of Terminator. It's like good things well, come online. But mm. but even that was done with a lot of care in the movie because I think a lot of uh, shit in the era like Terminator, you're basically just um, you're presenting this AI as something that is thoughtful and making conscious decisions. Whereas in war games, they really Teaching do it. accurately show an AI as just. It's just it's just a um, process. Yeah, it's it's not a, a conscious sentient being. It's yeah. just it's just running a program. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just it's been built to to, to take in, in this math, information this and just and, like get yeah. everything calculated, and that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure if we had a sentient computer, all it would do is just fucking crunch numbers all day until it just gave up. Well, but I, I mean, it's almost it's not even it's not even um, sentient, and so it's more you know. Um, in line with what, um, even know, where, where we are, are now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and, and I, you know, I mean, I think that's, that's a trap that a lot of, um, a lot of movies in the genre fall into as well is just, just really trying to, um, uh, vilify the, the kind of the computer or program or whatever when, when really it's just, um, Zeros, ones, and programs. Just yeah, it's just doing what it was built to do. It's not you know actually alive. Right? Yeah, like how many people have you heard yell at a computer in your life? Like fucking computer won't print my document or something like that. Well, well, it wasn't know. the computer; it was the fucking printer. Yeah, or maybe it was the guy that programmed it, or maybe it's the guy operating it or gal. And so I find it, I find it really interesting. Like you said, Devin, that this film didn't really vilify the computer it just vilified the program itself and also to a certain extent uh illuminated the the um the flaws in people and their fear and fear being an an overarching theme of the film you know even the test scene right at the beginning where michael madsen's got the fucking gun to his you know his uh boss's head essentially like you know press the button um it's it was Michael Madsen for sure, but yeah, just uh, it's it's Michael Madsen. Trust me, it's one hundred percent Michael Madsen. I'm not going to leave any of this in because it's Michael Madsen. You can't mistake Michael Madsen with a gun. <laughs> All right, wrap it up, gentlemen. Just the end of the conversation. All right, so remember, this is just the beginning of the conversation. We want to continue it on with you. So reach out to this. So reach out to us this week on Twitter. Now, I should mention, uh, none of us are checking our direct messages anymore because it's just getting fucking ridiculous. Like, the amount of just bullshit spam that we're getting in direct messages. So you can either reach out to us on Twitter or you can email the show at show at moviesformylife.com. Uh, the, uh, the show Twitter is... Mermel Podcast at MRML Podcast, so you can reach us there. Uh, Nick, you want to offer up your Twitter? Yeah, sure. It's gingers underscore revenge. Right on. Yell at me if you want to yell at me. I'll just look at you and laugh. No direct messages, though, because this is getting ridiculous. What the fuck, Twitter? Twitter's just. Cut the shit off. This Twitter's week. just spamming my fucking account. <laughs> uh, Devin, do you want to offer up your Twitter? I know you haven't been on there lately, but. You're getting a little better at it. I saw you reposting some shit. Not a big tweeter. Um, it's uh, YR underscore homeboy. Your homeboy. Right on. And I'm at not Brandon Fleet. Uh, again, if you want to email the show, uh, if you don't want to just post it on Twitter, that's kind of the best way. I find a lot of people just like to do that anyway. So again, show at moviesfrommylife.com. 
Um, you can also follow us uh, on our Facebook page, which we're just starting to uh, get more active with. And also, we're going to start doing like pre-show, a few-minute talks before we do the episode uh, live. So you can check us out there. We'll start air. We'll start uh, releasing the dates that we're recording on, and you can kind of get a sneak peek of what we're talking about on the show. So that's uh, Facebook.com/slash Movies Ruin My Life all together. No dashes, no dots, no underscores. And uh, you can visit us at our website, moviesroommylife.com. And I think, oh, of course, if you're listening to the podcast, you should probably subscribe, rate and review the podcast at iTunes, Google Play Music, uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Stitcher Radio, uh, TuneIn Radio, pretty much anywhere that we... Uh, that you can listen to a podcast we're there if we're not there let us know and we'll get there for you leave us a comment or rate us while you're there or both if you can we love to hear from you guys and uh let if you're see. doing the soundcloud thing uh use the comment box we we like that too that's easy so we like easy stuff because we're lazy if you guys have a topic that we haven't discussed yet hit us up because we'll probably end up doing it mm-hmm Absolutely. We talked about, uh, obviously, the 80s Action Week was, was a big thing for, for people uh, messaging us. We also have an upcoming uh, John Carpenter panel that uh, was uh, was suggested to us via email. We've got uh, an upcoming panel on uh, sports films, which, Nick, you're going to be back for next month. And, Lap shot. And, that, and that's going to be great. That's going to be a huge tournament. So that was also... Uh, suggested to us uh, in a direct message on Twitter, which I wouldn't see anymore now because we've stopped checking them. But yeah, so get in touch with us. Let's have some fun and let us know what your favorite hacker movie is. Hack the planet, y'all. Hack the fucking planet, y'all. Thanks for hanging out with us. this way i can still see it <laughs> well, you can't see oh, i yeah, can, I can see, see this right yeah. oh fuck you all right all that's, right we're good that's what we'll do